CT Vader decided to bonk one of my dogs, 15-month-old lab, for humping a blanket. Took three bonks and done. Set it up again this evening, and the dog won't go near the blanket. I guess that shit works. <laughs> yeah. CT Vader, that shit does work. It does. I mean, yeah, I'm going I mean, for having a good time. <laughs> he got bonked for bonking. Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Next. <laughs> hey, we're live. How's everybody going? How's everybody doing? Stopping by to give thanks. Continuing education for dog owners. Awesome. Dogs just stop doing bad shit. It's incredible. And then you get to start training your dog. Yeah! <laughs> hey everybody, how are you? It's Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training and the wonderful Joelle. How are you? This is the What Would Jeff Do Show, which is a three times a week live show. Tonight, we're on at eight, an hour later, because we, we took out the interns for dinner, Los Sandes. Fabulous dinner. It's a number Peruvian, one restaurant in Rhode Island. But it's also a great place. It is and great. Peru Peruvian Bolivian food. What was your meal? It was really good. Good. Yeah. It's really, really good. I had a great meal. We're having it for lunch tomorrow. Yeah. We're all having our meal for we'll we're talk all about having, portion sizes. We're all having our dinners for lunch tomorrow. And maybe and even breakfast. The next day. some people are gonna be doing it. they got a triple going on tomorrow. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mm -hmm. Um, it's a QA show. You ask a question, Joel will read the question, I will give the answer. Um, it's an hour long show. We try to get through all the questions. Sometimes we don't because Joelle goes on these tangents. Um, I can't help myself, you guys. She's out of control sometimes. Totally out of control. And if there's any bugs flying around, we might as well cancel the show because it turns into a big debacle. I don't do bugs. Don't do bugs. Um, we also, Biting dogs? Sure. sure. Bugs? It's, no. But it's so true. Yeah. You go toe to toe with the most aggressive dog. But if there's a fly that lands on the freaking microphone. No. All hell breaks loose. Literally, we got to shut down the whole building. Um, and then we have something called Jeff Gelman Seminars, where we tour the world, slash, not even Canada, slash, not even Hawaii, slash, just the continental U.S. Um, the forty-eight. Uh, this, the, 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 the lower forty-eight. Can you go to Alaska right now? Yes, which is really weird because you you can stop. You can stop. You can drive to Alaska. And go through Canada, as long as you get into Canada, Alaska, it, like within a certain time period. So no stop. No unnecessary stops. What if you have diarrhea? But what if? But you're still going into Canada though. It was like, what are you going to pull over every twenty minutes to go to the bathroom? You. What if you? Or what if you're? What if you're breastfeeding your child? Or what if you're like? Yeah, what if you have to pee or what if you have to like your car breaks? It's so it's so so weird. Anyway, we're not gonna get into the whole politics of any of that stuff. Anyway, Jeff Gelman seminars, it's a fantastic life-changing weekend. That is again, that is a problem solving weekend. So problem solving weekend, problem solving podcast. So we talk a lot about the word punishment, but punishment has been hijacked by people that now call it abuse. It's the farthest thing from it. It's the opposite of reward. And then we got the training center here, which we do, we do it all. Dogs learn how to do all new behaviors, which is done all through clicker and food. And we stop unwanted behaviors, which is through the application of a punisher. And it's so funny. It's so funny how people will make a comment. You know, they'll jump on my page. I would never hit my dog. That was on the page today. You guys can probably, probably have seen it. And I'm like, never? You would never hit your dog? Never hit a dog? It's like... Really? Isn't there a quote that's like, never say never? Probably, but it's like, so if a, my example was, so I said, what would you do if a dog was attacking your child? I'm not here to debate. I'm like, well, you did put that on my, on my page. You came onto my page. It's like, but answer the question. What would you do? Like, I feel bad for your kids if you would never hit a dog. Um, so anyway, here we go. To protect them. Um, all right, Dan. Woo. See you all in 20 minutes. Oh, we had comments on early. Oh, Zach. Hey guys, any tips on introducing my roommate's new puppy to the current dogs? Puppy will be eight weeks. Yeah. So what you want to do is you want to be, who said that Zach, Zach, you want to be really careful. If you don't want any negative experiences to happen up until 14 weeks, I mean, you sort of want to have no negative experiences up until 14 weeks. You can really fuck up the dog. I, I, I don't know. I don't know anything about you. Nothing about the puppy, nothing about the dogs, nothing about the roommate. A lot of moving parts here. A lot of eight-week dogs um, are either it can go both ways. Might be a happy-go-lucky dog that wants to get in your dog's face, and that dog might be like, "I don't like dogs in my face," mm -hmm. so they snap at the dog. Sometimes an appropriate snap. So what I would do is 
I would start remembering you're raising a dog. Not It's not a puppy. You're raising a dog. Let's forget about the introducing right now. Everything you do right now should be all marker training. So you're, you're doing all clicker or the word yes, whatever positive marker you do. And then you're doing a ton of reward. Use the dog's um, daily food. Lots of food training. Tons of food training. All the basics. Were you just like, reaching for something? I was looking. You were I, just I, being so animated. I, I think you're eating a cough drop. I am. Okay. So I glanced over there and I'm like, I see hand sanitizer. I don't see any cough drops. And oh, then I'm like, do you want one? And then I was like, maybe I'll just sanitize my hand. <laughs> Are you serious? I'm like, what is that? was like such like a. I thought about sanitizing my hands because it's like, if I'm going to look over there, I might as well follow through with something. <laughs> so. I'm like, eh, I'll sanitize my hands. And then you didn't even though you like pulled it back all like weird. I'm like, was he flailing or was he? Did he have intent? I read the intent. I had a low level seizure, and I'm not joking about folks out there who have a seizure. Seizure, but um, um, he needed a cough drop. I needed a cough anyway. drop. So anyway, um, so let's do all basic, just puppy training now, and then do existence next. All right, Kathy B. Hey everyone. Hey Kathy B. How are you? Alyssa, hey, I have to type this in two parts because my wording is so long. Uh-oh. Help, my new rescue dog attacked my dad. My dad. He seemed okay with him, but over the course of the last two weeks, he's been growling at him, charging his enclosure when my dad comes near it. Okay. Hold on, hold on. There was more. Oh, that's three parts now. Two nights ago. Shoot. Shoot, shoot, This sounds shoot. like, this sounds two already. Two nights ago, my dad came out in the kitchen and the dog quickly fixated, stalked, and then attacked his leg leaving him with bites and several puncture wounds. Okay, that's enough. Okay, so Alyssa, Alyssa, you have a problem. You know that. That's why you're on the show. But your problem is big enough to warrant a online consult. This is a free show. You can, you can rehab this dog for free. I would encourage you to do an online consult. This is what you have to do. Number one, does the dog know any basic commands? And I'm not talking sure, sit, and paw. I'm talking about real commands. Like my dog could downstay for an hour around high level distraction, like lifestyle, real world dog training. You want to get up to that. You want to get up to there, but that, no matter how well behaved your dog is, it's not going to stop the biting. We still have to address the biting, but I want you to get in the mindset of, we need to train this dog. Now, number two, you know, that fixation the dog is doing, do you have a remote collar? Do you have a bonker? You have a remote collar, that dog, when it fixates on your father, should be on a leash, on a prong collar. That dog should be highly corrected, not redirected, not, oh, don't look at my dad. It's the fucking hammer comes down. Please don't use a hammer on your dog or a two by four or a nail. But it should have an, a very high level correction. Yes. Light them up as they call me. Light them up, Gelman. Because your dog is attacking your father. The consequence for even thinking about that should be pretty damn horrific to the dog. That's step one, by the way. Not every time, because there shouldn't be another time. And for anybody out there who is like going to go, that seems a little bit extreme. Ask the dad about that. Ask the dad how scary it was to have the dog. I don't know the size of this dog, but the dog attack its leg. And if it's a dog that's over 35 pounds, it's like, I'm sure that wasn't enjoyable. I'm sure your father is not enjoying walking around this dog anymore. In his own house. In his own house. I mean, he shouldn't. I mean, old school, that dog would be dead, already buried in the backyard. And if that's too much for people to handle, welcome to the real world of consequences. But nobody should be afraid of their own pet. No family member should be afraid of their own pet. We deal with this every day. We get these dogs in here. So step one is, and everyone's going to make a video on this and show about how I abuse dogs. I'm like, I'd love to see you guys work with with, with biting dogs. I would love to see your protocols for this situation. Redirect the dog. Maybe the dog should be in a crate. Okay, great. 
until one day it's not in a crate or the dog breaks out of the crate and attacks the dad. Or how about this? Let's fix the problem. Fix the problem. Step two, now you reward for not even thinking about attacking the dad. So one time you make it very clear to this dog that it will not even think about this. 1,000 times you will reward that dog for making a better choice. So a lot of people have a hard time. I don't like the way you train, Jeff. So you don't like the fact that I give the dog a thousand pieces of kibble? You don't like the dog that I say, you don't like the fact that I say, good dog, here's kibble? Well, I don't have a problem with that. Okay, what's the problem? Oh, that you would light up the dog. Uh-huh, that took one second. What's the problem? That's what, that's what I don't understand the rationality behind so many people like, you wouldn't give your dog a piece of one second information that said, um, if you don't stop this, you actually have to die. Because mm -hmm. biting dogs, there's no place for them to go. You know, oh, put it behind a baby gate or have your dad not walk in that room or have your dad text you. Like we have owners, we literally have owners that your dad is upstairs and wants to come into the kitchen. He would have to text or call you mm -hmm. if the coast is clear. We have clients that live like that. Mm -hmm. Could you, because of a dog. Yeah. What dog should have that much power over your household that you've worked so hard and even during COVID, you've managed to hold on to? People are losing their homes. This dog is fortunate. How many dogs are surrendered during COVID? How many people lost their homes or their apartments during COVID? How many people are on the streets committing suicide, having massive depression, getting addicted to drugs and alcohol? Like you survived all that and now you got a biting dog? Absolutely not. Next. Holding on dog training. Hey, J&J, loving the seminar clips lately. Love hearing the owner's reactions. Heartwarming. Thanks for the tip on Zoom. Guess what? It worked. Of course it did. <laughs> Ashley, love you. Can't wait to see you on February. And who's making those longer um, seminar clips? Mackenzie. Mac that's Mackenzie. She's part of our social media team. Um, Joelle runs a really great social media team. In fact, Joelle and I, underneath Joelle's um, leadership, are going to be starting a social media business for other small businesses. So if people see our clips, obviously they don't have to be as risque as ours, but this is across all industries. We actually don't want a ton of dog trainers. Um, all, all industries, plumber, electrician, builder, window installer, car repair person, whatever it is. If you're not on social, you should be. Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube. We will make all your videos we for you. We can do it all. That's what we do. Inexpensive. Inexpensive. Yeah. Ballpark for $200 a week. We can change your life. Next. Purely Balanced Canine. Hi, guys. Our six-month-old GSC is very reactive with strangers. We tell them to ignore him, and we correct him for excessive growling or barking. Will counter-conditioning and teaching existence help? Step one, correct. with It's believable. So your, your formula is correct, by the way. Who's that? Um, Pack leader? Purely Balanced. Purely pure, pure Balanced. So your formula is correct. Correct is so step one. That is the... Guys, we reward... <laughs> dogs so much here okay there's eighty six thousand four hundred seconds in a day 3.6 million seconds that the dog lives with us for six weeks what's one or three seconds of going you know what that's not a good idea great we all set now we have eighty six thousand okay 397 seconds left in the day to do all kinds of fun stuff Next. Melissa said, good evening, all. Melissa, good evening. Alyssa, I already read that. Dan said, welcome back, J&J. Glad to see you. Where'd we go? From dinner? Probably when the lights went out. Did you see us? No, when the lights went out. Oh. I think he was being funny. Is that a song? Kathy B said, we can see Danny DeVito even in poor lighting. <laughs> yeah. It just shines back there. Danny DeVito. You can see in the pitch black, you see Danny DeVito's face and it floats. It floats throughout, it floats throughout the air. Like a ghost. 
Danny DeVito. It's not even funny. Floating around. Could you imagine like waking up in the middle of the night and you look up and you see this Danny DeVito head? No, just... that's why I sleep with a knife next to my bed. <laughs> floating over your bed. No. <laughs> Peter S. Happy hump day. Woo woo. Could you imagine that? I sleep with an extremely sharp knife. Do you really? I sleep with a gun next to me. Next Aubrey to me. and Ollie. You can see me now shooting up at the ceiling. <laughs> Dog purposely drops ball under furniture and will ruin furniture to get in to get to it, fixate on it. Besides removing it, how do I manage this? Teach the dog the out command. Um, the out command is the dog has to move away from the furniture. Mm -hmm. And then, um, first of all, what's the dog doing playing with a ball that rolls in the house? And I'm being serious. I'm not against toys. I am not against toys, but I'm not. I'm not. I mean, Chuck it is great throwing a ball in the water, throwing a ball in the swimming pool, but things that roll, especially if your dog makes a habit of it, put it this way. Who's training who? Next. Ron, howdy, pup people. Hey, how are you? How are you? Um, Melissa posted the link to Jeff Gumman seminar. Thank you so much. The 2020 seminar. It's sort of, it's done for the year. I mean, as far as like the dates are done. 2021 though, it's not even close. We're probably, we usually do, we usually do about 26 to 27 a year. Mm. I think 2021, it might go down to maybe 18 just because of like logistics. Um, and international travel, that's, that's toast. Yeah, tell me about it. Looking at all the places, I just can't go. Turks though is still open. Yeah, I can always go to Turks. Back to Turks. Tammy, hello. Do you think females are more protective than males, or is it a breed thing? Oh, talking about dogs? Oh, so we're talking about Joelle. It's like, I wouldn't fuck with her. Um, I Well, there's a reason why the police department uses males, um, and there's, there are large female dogs out there, um, and female-female fights are pretty nasty. Mm -hmm. um, um, I think that it's not a breed thing, I think it's a dog thing. It's not a sex thing. I think it's a dog thing. Next. Um, Melissa posted the link. Oh, I already read that. Mm. Zero Sanity. Hello, Jeff and Joelle. How are things doing tonight? Things are really good. We had a wonderful dinner. I'm we so did a, full from that. But you know what's sad is I still had to come back and have dessert, which is my sun butter cup. But but you're I, you're not I'm like you're you're disgusting and gross. I had to eat it. So um, you can't help yourself. But you know this, those new smaller ones. There's a psychological non-guilt effect. Yeah, but like, even mm, it's fifty calories. But, but Joel, you did good even on the larger ones. You ate half, like a quarter. Yeah. Who the fuck? Okay, imagine you guys a Reese's peanut butter cup. Just imagine that, and imagine one frozen, but it's sun butter instead of peanut butter. Like, how many of you, by show of hands, could eat a quarter of one? I just take a bite and walk away. Save the rest for later. Later, like multiple laters. Yeah, one cup lasts me like four days. <laughs> Well, I, I the cool thing is I caught on to her secret. Yeah, you'd always freaking eat the rest of it. I would just eat the rest of the three quarters. So rude. Yep. I just like to have a bite with my coffee. I like to have three bites. Um, Alyssa, we bought an e-collar, muzzle and prong. He tried again yesterday when my dad was washing dishes, but he had a muzzle and I used the e-collar on high. So we stopped. He still wants to go after my dad. So then you hit it again. So physically he's stopping. Mentally he's not. And this is not the final answer. This is rehab. Like, this is like, we need to stop the dog from wanting to go after your dad. Then we teach the dog how awesome it is not to do it. The problem is so many people are going to step two, which does not eliminate step one. I don't care how well that dog doesn't want to go after your dad if it still wants to go after your dad. We need step one. Step one is first. Until step one is done, we do not move on to step two. Next. I got bumped. It gets earlier and earlier in the show. I don't know what is going on here. I know it's not like you're touching anything. Stupid thing hates me. All right, bear. Howdy from California, where we are still all locked down. Butch, my Great Dane, is now about a year old and is such a good dog from all your help. Thank you. You're welcome. But you know the thing about being locked down in California, at least you don't have to pay high 
tip. Oh, you do. Okay, you're fucked. Next. Oh, my. Amy, do you have training facilities in other states? No, we don't, and I never will. But I do seminars around the world. JeffGelmanSeminars.com. There's one and one and only solid canine training. It doesn't make a difference who my students are, who's been to my seminars. And that doesn't mean they're not good. There's a ton, a ton of really good dog trainers out there, of great dog trainers out there, of wonderful dog trainers out there. But... We've got one fa <laughs> one facility, bless you. Oh, thanks. One facility, and then we then we go on the road, go to jeffgelmanseminars.com. And I know some people are like, well, that's four hours away. I'm like, that's considered a short distance to travel to my seminar. We had we have people, we did one in Petaluma, California. Petaluma, California is an hour north of San Francisco. Somebody from Mexico is at that seminar. Mm -hmm. Think about that, Mexico. And there's people that like are in Seattle that won't go to Portland. I remember once there was somebody who was like, will you come to um, such and such and such and such? And I'm like, you do realize that's 37 miles from where the central location is? 37 my front lawn. miles. Like, people go farther than that in Texas for milk. Next. Amy, I already read that. Zero sanity. I feel like when I'm walking my dog with a prong collar, I get maybe 50% of his attention and the other 50 is everywhere else. How do I keep his focus on me? So it's not about the focus on you. It's about the not caring about whatever else is going on in the world. Zero Sandy. By the way, for all my Twitch people, um, Zero Sandy, I'm counting on you to make me big on Twitch, by the way. All right. Okay. Um, Solely relying on you. Just you. It is what you were our first Twitcher and I want to be, I want to be, have more Twitches. That's it. I do. And I blink enough, so there goes those twitches. I want, I want, I want electronic twitches. Um, um, well, hook up a knee collar, Jeff. Do you? It's a terrible you, joke. Do, it's not a joke. I'm being serious. I want more twitches. Okay. If I punch you hard enough, it might make your muscle switch. <laughs> anyway. And you think that's a good joke? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, because you said it, right? So it has to be a good joke. <laughs> Whatever Joel does is right. So um, what I want you to do is let's get your dog just to stop caring about other things first. So watch my 180 video and watch the spatial pressure video. Next. Mike, just want to say thanks for the tips and the encouragement you gave me on the Zoom meeting Tuesday. Mike, you're welcome. Thanks for joining the Zoom meeting. And he's talking about every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, I do a special Zoom Q&A, which is live face-to-face. -face. It's like a group chat with talking with everybody's faces. If you've never done, I think most people by now have done Zooms. So I think, I think, I think there's people that in 2019 didn't even know what Zoom was. Mm. And now I think in 2020, everybody knows what Zoom is. So that Zoom was founded by a guy that he was founded by a gentleman who had a girlfriend in another country and they just were, they wanted a video chat and he literally created Zoom just for him, just for him. And now look what it's turned into. That's how Zoom was founded. Interesting. Yep. Yep. CT Vader decided to bonk one of my dogs, 15-month-old lab, for humping a blanket. Took three bonks and done. Set it up again this evening, and the dog won't go near the blanket. I guess that shit works. <laughs> yeah. CT Vader, that shit does work. It does. I mean, yeah, I'm glad I, I mean, for having a good time. <laughs> he got bonked for bonking. Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Next. Katie. Hey, J&J, &J, new to us dog pooping in crate. Spends a lot of time in there just for structure and then meals and at night. He's just got enough room to turn around. Advice? Um, make a spreadsheet, okay? T days of the week across the top, time of day up and down, whatever they call those axes, X and Y, and start documenting all of the bathroom the, the successful bathroom outside, and unfortunately the accidents inside. See if there's a pattern. Make sure you're being consistent on your meals, consistent on your water. Also remember, after exercise, make sure the dog has the opportunity to go to the bathroom. After the walk, make sure the dog has the opportunity to go to the bathroom. Okay? And then in the crate, make sure you work on duration downstays in the crate. Obviously, if you're not home, you're not there to enforce it. Um, but you don't want to tell your dog down and then leave the house because there's nobody there to correct it. Um, but, you know, the dog's not doing out of spite like some people think. Dog might have worms. You can always, do, you can always do a, just get a fecal test done. It's pretty, it might be worth worth the money. 
it's like 25 or $35. Um, all you gotta do is drop off the poop. Dog could have, you know, giardia, could have worms, um, and they could be just not controllable. Next. Susan, yep, just had a dog with three bites in one day attacking family members, sad. Yeah, yeah, think about that. And we get a lot, we specialize, people have to remember, we specialize in aggression. Mm -hmm. So so I, I, I sort of know what I'm talking about. And a lot of dogs we get, at least at the house, they're safe. Mm -hmm. Like they're, they're not biting any of the kids. They snuggle with the cat. They get along with the other dogs and they get along with all the adults. Mm -hmm. But out of the house, they want to go after either all of those people, all adults, all kids, all animals, or maybe just one of one of them. Um, but when you've got aggression in the home, mm -hmm. that's a, it's a life or death situation. Yeah, nobody wants to live with their dog attack. Yeah, them. I mean, I, I don't want to, I don't want to worry. You know, Angelo comes running in here all the time, and there's our dogs are in here, and I'm not. We don't do anything stupid, but I don't want to have to walk around dogs on eggshells. I just don't want to. You know. Next. Um, Tiffany, hi Jeff and Joelle. Long time, been so busy with my business since T three. I hardly have time to catch your lives anymore. Thanks for everything, the, Tiffany. That's a good problem to have. Tiffany, don't forget, you can come back to T3 for a, a not a lot of money. We've got one coming up actually next week. We can't make this one in California. There's going to be coming coming up in um, February. Usually, do no, I think it's March, mm. March or April. I forgot. It's it's in the books. It'll be it'll be up on the website, you know, soon. Um, after the we, we usually announce the next date after this one, but it's going to be in California when we're just doing two a, two a year. And this one is this one's looking pretty good. For the middle of COVID, you know, it's looking really good. Next. Megan, using your techniques, we went to Letchworth State Park today, or not today, but and Maisie reacted to zero dogs. <laughs> Even one. Just making, making up the narrative as today you go along. Today was a nice day, you know. Right. Well, Even, yeah, yeah, today was nice day. Even one little dog on a flexi leash that tried to bite her. So thankful for you. Awesome. Well, you know, who's that? Megan? Yep. Megan, this is the thing, Megan. First of all, they're not our techniques. They're everything we teach is, is believe it or not. Some people think it's, you know, whenever I use the comment saying, you know, these are well-practiced techniques used for many, many years. And people are like, Oh no, you know, all trainers don't train this way. I'm like, actually, you know, most decent trainers do tra train this way. You know, I just have a way of describing it or I just show my work more. Um, actually more, a lot, a lot of trainers are way harsher than I am. People have a hard time with me. It's like, you'd be surprised what trainers are doing these days. They just don't, put it out there. Um, at least I'm transparent. So that's no diss on them. I don't blame them for not putting it out there, but they're helping families and they're helping dogs. Um, but the cool part about it is no matter where you learn something, you did the work. Just remember that, Megan. Like, let's, let's give you a standing ovation. You did the work. Like, I didn't do the work. And it takes work. So kudos to you. Um, owl bug. So I was doing the out command with food aggression and I said out, then applied a punisher with the e collar, but she snapped at me. Do I correct her again? Absolutely. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You go over, you didn't, you did, maybe you didn't go high enough. And, and if you're using a remote collar, just dial up and out again, boom, say no, boom. Absolutely. This is the thing that folks have to remember. <clears throat> Whenever a dog makes a bad decision, you can correct it. Like you don't correct seizures, right? But redirection, that's, that's, a, that's a decision. The dog didn't have to redirect on you. They could have not redirected. Snapping at you, dog could have not snapped at you. What do you expect? It just got corrected. I expect the dog to stop the bad behavior then not go after me. The dog made a decision to go after you. So therefore it's correct. It's correctable. Next. Kathy, you can't understand their rationale because it makes zero sense. People that attack you about corrections. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's, it's the only reason why a couple of people commented like Jeff, don't worry about the haters. You please understand. I'm not concerned about the haters. What I'm concerned about are dog owners getting false information not having success and rehoming their dogs for something that is actually relatively simple to fix. 
That's my concern. I mean, I've made international news, international. Like, I mean, just Google my name, Jeff Gelman, dog abuse. Just everybody, Google my name. Not right now, please don't leave the show. We need as many viewers as we can. But after the show, just Google my name. Like, the haters don't bother me. Now, threatening my family, now we're in a different league. Now we go old school. But me, come after me. My staff, you stay away from my staff. You come after me. I'll take it all. I will take the heat. But my my only reason why I bring up hate and the only reason why I even mention it is because I'm sick and tired of not only the balanced industry line, which they are, sorry, own it, but I'm also concerned about other ideologies in dog training that's lying and it leaves owners helpless. And then the dogs are the ones that pay the price, but owners also pay the price. Next. Dan, for $200 a week, will you edit TikTok videos for my dog rescue for me? We'll, actually, we'll do more than TikTok. I mean, depends how many TikTok. I mean, if you're doing, if you want 10 videos in you know, a week, you're going to max it out. But yeah, we'll do TikTok videos. We'll do storyboarding for you. We'll do Instagram. We'll do befores and afters. We'll do compilations. We'll do how-tos. We'll do captioning. Absolutely. Absolutely. Next. Tammy. Hi, guys. Do you think... I already read that one. Tyrone said, hi, Jeff. Hey, Tyrone. How are you? Emily, can you suggest any alternatives to the e-collar? Something that doesn't shock her husband won't budge on it. Um. Well, <clears throat> you can use a bonker, but I think we have a bigger discussion to have here. Why will your husband... The only reason why your husband won't budge on it is because he thinks it's going to hurt the dog. If we really boiled it down, the objection is that the, the, the tool in question is abusive and hurts the dog. Let's all be honest. Or else why would you be against it? Well, the weird thing is, is your husband okay? Ask your husband, honey, are you okay with a squirt bottle? Ask him. Mm. Ask your dog if it's okay with this. If it's ask your dog, don't ask your dog shit. <laughs> ask your husband. You tell your dog things. Um, ask your husband. Well, I don't know about you, but you you know you tell your husband stuff too. Um, at least that's the the way I was. You know. Anyway, so um, and working with Joelle, you get told what to do. Um, so you definitely do not tell her what to do. No, I think I am very accommodating for my team. I do never, I never tell them what to do. I always ask. Team? Yeah. You? No. Thank you. That was my point. But my team, I never, ever, ever tell them what I to agree do. 100%. Ironically, the owner of the company, <laughs> you have no problem at all telling me what to do. And guess what? Okay, fine. You have me trained. Um, so... <laughs> Yes, Joelle. Of course, Joelle. How can I help you, Joelle? What do you need, Joelle? Is this good enough for you, Joelle? Uh, okay. I think we're a good team. Okay. I, I agree. We are a great team. Boom. Boom. Okay. So ask your husband how he feels about the squirt bottle. And he says, oh, I'm fine. Okay. Do you realize that we have dogs that blow through 100 on the remote collar? You know how high that is and how much discomfort that causes? But the squirt bottle, they crumble in fear. It's true. So, honey, why do you agree with a tool that makes the dog crumble in fear, but the other tool you're uncomfortable with? Ask. Honey, I see you yelling at the dog and the dog is shaking and pisses itself. Are you okay with a loud voice? Obviously, yes. But you're not okay with a neutral tool that a dog doesn't pee with? Ask. Also, what's the behavior of the dog? If it's a dangerous dog, honey, are you okay with a dog biting other dogs or people? Are you okay with a dog jumping up on people? Or you can say, okay, honey, I'm going to take a one-month vacation to the 
island of not your choice because there's only one you can travel to probably right now. Okay. No, like Barbados, I think. Um, Turks. Turks and Caicos. Right. Aruba. Okay. Honey, I'm, I'm going to go on vacation for a month. And when I come back, you can train this dog any way you want to. And if, if I come back and if there's any problems, then I get to train the dog any way I want to. I think that's fair. I think that's a fair negotiation. Next. Mm, Jamaica too. Um, Megan, can you build toy driving dogs? Absolutely. What I would do is I would start jumping out of some sport dog pages and I would start seeking advice from sport dog dog trainers. Next. Courtney, I am struggling with talking to new clients about prong collars when they think it's more hurtful than flat buckles. Mm -hmm. Any suggestions on ways to help ease their stress? So Courtney, I have been in business only for 17 years. So obviously I'm new and don't know what I'm talking about, but let's just put it out there. So wait, this is Courtney, who is one of our clients. We trained her dog. So, I mean, I guess she didn't have this problem though. Right. When we hired, when she hired us, right. we didn't have to convince so, her. So um, this is the thing, Courtney, not once, not once in my career have I had to talk a, a, a client into a prong collar. Ever. That goes exactly off what I was just thinking. It's like, we never had to convince you, Courtney, because you came in with the mindset already right? that you're going to do what it takes to right. train your dog who had a bite history. Right. So what I suggest you do is this. Make a lot of videos, get a lot of testimonials, put it up on your website, and leave it alone. And it's a great pre-screening tool if you're working with the correct client or not. That's why we do it. That's why we put our prices up there. That's why we put up our ideology and our philosophy up there. I'm blown away that people hire us. Oh, hold on. There's more. She did say the clients aren't adverse to it. Just looking for alternative ways to talk no, to no. them. They, no, they are adverse to it. And no, I'm not going to give you suggestions on alternative ways to use it. This is the collar. This is what I use because it works. You should not have to. They are adverse to it. Or you wouldn't have to talk to them about it. It's a, it's simple. They, they're adverse to it because they think it hurts the dog. But you're a dog trainer. You decide the tools, not the owner. The owner doesn't get to decide the tools. If they do, they can train their own dog. And you can offer them free videos. And you know what? There's plenty of dog trainers out there that don't use the, the tools that you use. They can go to them. And all of this sounds anti-client, doesn't it? The client is always right. No, the client is not always right. The expert is right. The professional is right. And if they don't have the trust that you will do a good job, that is not a client that I want. That is not a relationship that I want. There has to be mutual trust. This is what we're doing. Okay. The only time that I budge is at a seminar. Most people that come to my seminars know what I do. But if you've ever been to my seminar, and for those that have, you know exactly what I do. Who's got a leash reactive dog? They bring up the dog. I said, okay, what does your dog do? Whenever it sees a dog, it lunges at another dog. Great. Would you like me to stop it? Yes, that's why we're here, Jeff. Great. I'm going to use a bonker. Do I have permission to bonk your dog? Like, this is how my seminars go. So for all the people out there that are making all these fake videos of me, like, and I can't believe the owner was standing there. The owner paid $500 for me to bonk their dog. Like, that's why they're there. Because their dog is going after dogs. Their arms are being pulled out of their sockets. They've broken bones. They can't walk their dog. Their life sucks. But I always ask permission. If the owner says no, then I don't do it. But if they're a client and the dog comes in for boarding train, it's we can do whatever we want, which doesn't give us permission to do anything unprofessional. But it does give us permission to do what it takes to rehab that dog. Because as the dog's lunging at our face, there are no rules. Next. Monica, 
What can I do to keep my 17-month-old and 12-month-old Danes from jumping at visitors? They get too excited and are really obnoxious about it. I've got a video, Monica, that should work the first time. If it doesn't work the first time, it's a big dog, but still, you most likely did it wrong. And that's not me shaming you. It means it's a one-and-done historically protocol. So go on to our YouTube channel in our search box, put how to stop a dog from jumping. It I demonstrated in all my seminars. It works every single time. Next. Sandra, are you coming back to Alaska? I don't know, Sandra. We got a very unwelcome um, visit, not visit. We were, uh, the, the people that attended the seminar loved us, but. A very cold welcome. We got a very, beyond cold. This is where a lot of the shit started, actually. Yeah. Okay. Sure did. This is where literally life took a very bad turn in my life and career because of some of the hateful people that are up there. So we're like, I'm done with all of that. I'm done with all of that. I'm only going to be going to cities and locations that welcome me. Meanwhile, the hosts welcome me, but if they can't control the haters, I'm not interested. Because I have an obligation to my seminar attendees. I'm not interested in hiring armed guards. I'm not interested in involving the FBI in filing police reports and restraining orders, which we had to do in Alaska, which I'm just talking about probably for the first time publicly. We were it was very, very not good there, and it could have been stopped. So, but we have a location now that I could do it in. We have actually a good location I can do it in. And I would love to come back to your beautiful state. I would love to come back to your beautiful state. But I need people to start standing up instead of me just standing up. Next. Remember all those moose we saw there? Oh, my God. Tons. Yep. Babies, yep. too. Yep. Courtney said, love you guys. We'll drive three and a half hours to board my jacks forever. Awesome. And Courtney... He's doing great. Good job with him, Courtney. We just hired a new trainer with the, the exact same <laughs> the name. Same name as the you. Same name as you. And we're like, is that our client? Is that is that Courtney wants to work here? Yeah. We, we were like, and we we looked. We're like Facebook stalking. Yeah, it's like, like it's hold on. There's Courtney's Facebook page. You and it's like that's not who looks like the Courtney. Like it's like no, yeah. it has to be a different Courtney. We were same a little name. Bit, same name. Same name. Next. Sarah, do you work with non-reactive, fairly decent dogs at your seminar? Absolutely. I have several dogs that are pretty good, but not perfect. Yep. Would a seminar be worthwhile? So, Sarah, yes. As much as I talk about, so my level of expertise is stopping unwanted behaviors. That's what I do the most of. But we absolutely go over confidence building, overcoming fear, overcoming anxiety, basic commands. Um, How to teach remote collar. All, all, your all your foundation of all your remote collar work, which is all reward based and low level. We do modules on that. We do socialization. But, and then also, if you're concerned, which it doesn't sound like you are, some people are concerned about, like, oh, my dogs are run all these aggressive dogs. Dogs aren't aggressive at my seminars. Oh, no, 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 Nor no. Or would they have an opportunity? No, no, to no, 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 no. Go after it. That is literally shut down within the first five minutes. Literally. Just like you would shut down a bunch of unruly kids in a classroom, I shut down unruly dogs even before I open my mouth and start the seminar. And my record is 9.07. The seminar starts at 9. Imagine 30 dogs all lying down quiet in the crate. Anybody that's in my seminar will attest to it. 9.07 was the last time. It was the best we've ever done. And I think that was in, was that in it was just one of the last four that we did. Canton, Nashville. I think it was Canton. I think it was Canton. I think it was Canton, Ohio. 907. Boom. Done. Next. Amy, my dog doesn't do well with eye contact from other people. I've taught her, look at me. When other people meet her and make eye contact, she can react. She definitely resource guards me. I can have people walk into my house when I'm not here and no reaction. Right. If I'm home, she's terrible. How do you suggest to introduce new people into my home? So this is what we would do. If you came to me, you know what I would be doing a lot of? Looking at your dog's eyes. I would be staring right in your dog's face. I don't want you to use the look at me command. I want you to never say, look at me to your dog again. But guess what? Your dog's going to look at you when we're done with training. 
because you're going to be the best thing in the world to look at. But what we do is we proof the dog. Like when you're walking down the street, you can't tell random people not to look at your dog. You can tell them not to pet your dog. They may or may not listen, but you can't tell someone, don't look at my dog. That's like saying, excuse me, stop looking at my boobs. Like, you know, they're going to look at your boobs, right? So but it makes them want to look more. Don't they, look at my dog. They're like, right, right. It's like, um, I actually wasn't looking at your dog. So, but guess what? Now I'm going to. So what we want to do is step one, correct the dog for reacting to humans, looking at them. Step two, teach the dog, teach the dog to look away. Not by saying, look at me. Teach the dog to look away. Also, I would teach the dog the out command. I've got a video on out, meaning out away from humans. Out away from humans. Look at that. Watch that video. And that's great for resource guarding. So the thing about resource guarding of humans, we stop that in about three seconds. Just, just to give you a scale, that's a three-second protocol. And we demonstrate that at our seminars. Next. Um, Emily said, bonked for boinking. Yep, every time. Zero sanity. Okay, thanks. Also, sometimes I tend to bring him to a park to run freely. Mm. Should I take the collar off him when he's running freely, or is it okay to leave it on while he's running around? Um, the prong collar, yes. Just because it could, it can, it could get caught on a branch, maybe, or um, even like, you know, if he's rolling around in the grass, it might come off, and then you don't realize it till the end, and then you're like, shit, it's like losing your keys. It's like, gone, it's, like, yeah. it's, like, it's like you're losing your keys in the park. It's like, geez, I got to find my keys now. Next. And how do you work with a 12-month-old GSD who has anxieties around other dogs? Same way we would work with a 12-week uh, or year, month. Same way we'd work month. with a 12-month-old non-anxiety non, uh, uh, dog. Same way. Leash on. Let's go. Run you through your commands. Get anxiety. Pretend your dog doesn't have anxiety. Literally. My dog doesn't have anxiety. I'm going to train you up just like any other dog. Go for a proper walk. Sit down confidence building get pretend your dog doesn't have anxiety anymore and just call it non-compliance of, of proper behavior oh you're too anxious to walk let's walk oh you can't hold it down stay because you're too nervous you're gonna hold it down stay just take anxiety off the table next hey bataglia hi j and j today trolls dragged me foster and the rescue because she had a prong in e-collar mm -hmm. Dog was a resource guarder and had separation anxiety. I worked on all of them with your techniques. Now she's ready for her forever home. I was so frustrated. Glad the rescue blocked the Good. them. Yeah. I mean, this is the thing is like every morning I wake up. Well, I should say that I wake up. It, is 2 a.m. considered the morning or is it considered? I guess it is the morning. It's the middle of the damn night. But no, 2 a.m. That's considered morning. What's that sure. nighttime, right? Sure. So every morning when I wake up, the first thought in my mind is, shit, I got to piss. But after that, um, it's how can I help people today? How can I help people today? And then there's other people out there that wake up every morning and they're like, who can I hurt today? Who can I bring down today? Who can I be mean to today? What a crappy, 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 you know, way, way of living, in my opinion, is to to wake up like that. And those people just get blocked and deleted, banned and deleted. Next. Kristen, hey, J&J, &J, a client's dog tonight because of, I have a client's dog tonight because of fighting. Mm. The Aussie three years was the first dog and got a pit mix nine months ago. Mm -hmm. Now the pit is larger. The fights are escalating. Yep. They have a trainer lined up. So far, no free roam in place. Command went out. Prong savvy. Unfortunately, both females. I'm sending two muzzles, but what is the protocol for returning back home? The, the, Kristen, that's very, very, very long answer that unfortunately I can't answer here. So I would, right now, this is not the final answer. Crate and rotate and um, tiebacks and no interaction. That's not the final answer. The final answer is like, I would do a one-on-one, -on -one, right? Have your client do a one-on-one -on -one with me, or you can do one, we can do a three-way one-on-one, which is, you know, it's not a threesome, so a close stay on, so. Um, it, it, you know, it, it, there's not even dry humping. So I guess that doesn't even work. Oh my God. So there's no dry humping. You're so inappropriate. Shh. If there was dry humping, that would be inappropriate. I'm saying there's no dry humping. Okay. So, um, so what I want you to do is for right now, 
just safe safety. Let's prevent the fights. That's not that's not rehab. That's not training. We're just it's just prevention at this point until we can like figure out a game plan. Oh my god, Next. Uh, Debbie, dog biting myself, husband and adult children every few months. Behavioral. Absolutely. Unless the dog's having a seizure and then bites, it's most likely behavioral. So we'd have to we'd have to figure out what it was. The first thing I can suggest is we, we would set it up so the dog fails. But what you can also be doing is getting that dog to be have really good obedience. Like I'm talking not like obedience for like just like oh sit just for you know a reward, which is what we do as well to start the dogs. But I'm talking about like you can do a downstay for four hours around lots of distractions. And then you eventually have got to start um, addressing the behavioral, unless you can trigger the behavioral right away. Next. Suzanne, my Dutch Shepherd will not out using the highest level on my mini educator. Do I need to get a boss for him? You may not need a boss. You might need bonking. But yeah, I mean, Dutchies, Dutchies are intense. Just remember, please remember that, that so I, I have a Malinois and my Malinois works at single digits. We really has a, a remote on, but say we're off in the, if we're off in the woods, all of our dogs have remotes um, because there's coyotes and deers. Deers, is that more than one deer? Deer, just deer. Even if there's ten deers, it's still deer. Yep. Really? Is it really? Yes. The plural. The plural of deer is deer. Yeah. Just like moose is moose. It's not mooses. No, it's definitely not meese. That would be mice. Okay, it's moose and deer. So how do you know how many deer there is? I saw a deer tonight. A deer. Or I saw deer. Or I saw a pack of deer. So how many deers are in a pack? I don't know. It's not even a pack. What do they call them? A flock or something? No, flocks are birds. Gretchen, what's a bunch of deer? A herd. A herd. A flock. A flock. How many dogs are in a, I mean, how many deer are in a flock, are in a herd? In a herd? I don't know. There could be hundreds. Or three. Right. But that'd be a few, which is three or more. Oh hmm. my God. What are you even talking about right now? So, um, single digits. And then if he's, if, if Tex is in drive, he blows through a hundred without even twitching. Mm -hmm. So your dog, the ball is like, I'm not dropping this ball. So I would actually try to bonk. No, bonk, no, correct. No, bonk, correct. Double bonk, double correct. Or get a boss and see, same, same philosophy though. Next. Courtney bought an e-collar for my new dog, did all the work to get him to, to introduction time. His working level might be 40. I checked it on myself and it's working fine. Check the fit, he's short haired. And it's connecting. He looks right at me at 40. I see his neck react and he doesn't break eye contact. Ever seen this before? Um, so, Courtney, that is that is high for a working level. It's not unheard of, meaning, yes, there is are other dogs out there, but it's unusual. Um, also, a lot of times people get a lower working level. Also, what are the, what are the distra other distractions around? but they get a lower working level, but they don't notice the working level. Like a lot of people are like, I see the neck twitching, but it doesn't seem to affect the dog. I'm like, yeah, but the dog, we know the dog feels it. So 40 seems a little bit high. That doesn't make it wrong. Just seems like it's high. Next. Tiffany, I love you and your style. You're forthright and humble and amazing trainer. You help so many owners and save dogs. Oh, thank you, Tiff. Amanda, I have four dogs. Watching your videos that you share on YouTube has helped me tremendously. Place literally saved my relationship with my dog, yeah. LOL. Thanks for all you do, Jeff. You know, thank you for the kind words. I remember I don't, I'm not on any groups at all, any Facebook groups. I just create stuff and I don't really consume what other people are doing. Mm. Um, there's a homesteading group and an RV group I'm part of. Um, and it's same bullshit on all that. Homesteading is not so much. RV is nasty. Um, I remember when, though, when I was participating in some groups and we talked about the place command, this goes back maybe 12 years ago, I was freaking fried. I was insulted. Oh, my about God. About place? About place now. Why? I don't know of any. Does it mean I, to have I, a dog I, lay down? I, I don't know of a dog that doesn't do place. Yeah. I mean, everybody teaches place. 
But back then I was like, it was a stupid idea. It's like, really? Your dog lying down on a dog bed or a cot for long periods of time is stupid? Right. It's like, what else? That's usually like, what they default to anyway. Right. I don't find that stupid. Next. Mary Cat. Luna is 95 pounds, two-year-old golden retriever. I'm using the prong collar, working on her jumping on people. Watch the jumping video, still working on it. Mm. I have the 225 prong recommended by a prior trainer, thinking she needs a larger size. Thoughts? It's not a prong collar issue. It's a training issue. Um, also, 95 pounds is a big dog. Mm. Is it like an old school lab? A golden retriever. It's a, oh, it's a golden retriever. I thought you said a lab. Still that's still, that's still, that's still, I would, I would make sure that dog doesn't need to lose weight, but that's not the problem either. But the problem is it's most likely a training issue, not a prong collar size issue. Chances are, if you've seen the prong collar video, I mean the, the jumping video, you're probably not using enough. Yep. Force. You're not making, how do you stop jumping? You make jumping uncomfortable. That's how you stop jumping. Plain and simple. Make jumping uncomfortable. Why would the dog jump? Everything else is just a game. Next. Jay, does your dog understand the pressure they're feeling? Do they understand their commands and how to turn the pressure off? I, was that a question to me? I don't know. I mean, that's the whole idea. But that's a general. Jay, that's a general question. Is that maybe you're responding to the the for the person that did the 40. So, mm. yes, it's important. You need, the dog needs to understand why the collar is on, why the collar is off, and what you want it to do. That's why you do all your remote collar training with a leash, body language, like leash guidance. And what we do is the way we train remote collar for, for obedience, we train it first with food and leash pressure and markers. And then we layer the remote collar over it so the dog knows, like, I know what I'm working on right now. So we'll do, like, we call it, excuse me, we call it priming the dog. So say if we're going to be teaching remote collar place for the first time, we'll do it like with words, with leash, you know, with commands. And then we take away the word and we do it with, we do something called escape, escape conditioning, escape training. And we teach the dog how to turn off the pressure, but we're using a leash for guidance and we're doing the same exact thing we were just doing 30 seconds ago. And then the dog is understanding it. And then they understand really quickly why it went on, how to turn it off, why it went on, how to turn it off. And then we add a word in afterwards. Next. Um, Mattia, I need help with my mini poodle. I adopted last year from Craigslist. He's seven years old now and he's fearful of some dogs, lunges to attack, but is fine with some dogs and plays just fine. I don't get his former, I don't get it. His former owners were drug dealers in Newark, New Jersey. They died. So there has been a huge case. Not too many people talk about this. For some weird reason, dogs belonging to drug dealers just living in Newark, New Jersey, have got this problem. Because the ones from Pittsburgh and Cleveland and Detroit, they're not struggling like the ones from Newark. So that could be part of the problem. The reason why I'm saying that and that Joelle is rolling her eyes, which she does after almost everything I say, so that's not the issue. But the reason I'm saying it is the fact that the dog lived with drug dealers and lived in Newark, New Jersey, have zero meaning to me whatsoever and zero meaning to the dog and the dog's behavior whatsoever. It's a behavior that we see out of dogs that come from the best homes that, you know, don't deal drugs and don't live in Newark. Um, they've actually never been to Newark at all. They don't even actually even know any jokes about Newark, um, uh, which is unusual because most dogs... They've heard at least one. Um, so you've got a um, training problem. And what you want to do is you want to set the dog up to fail so you can address the leash reactivity. On the flip side, don't get me wrong, we set dogs up for massive success. But to proof the dog, to eliminate problems, you have to set the dog up to fail so you can teach it that that choice is the wrong choice. Then you get the opportunity to massively teach it what the right choice is and ooh, it's 901 guys we have to end the show now it went um to 901 and we're doing it an hour later anyway and i know you've got some stuff to do for your own patreon page which i don't think was plugged so if you go to patreon.com slash joelle gifford um 
Joelle's got a wonderful Patreon page, and I know she works on that every day. Now I'm going to go edit so, videos right so now. So she's got to work on that. And then we have to run the dogs outside for potty. And anyway, it's been a pleasure for all of you. This Friday night, um, I know I've got some family stuff. You've I got, got some You've stuff. got some family stuff, I know. Um, even out of the building. We're both going to be out of the building. Um, so we don't, we're not sure if we can do a show. Um, so we'll most likely see you all next Monday. Monday. We back Monday. Yeah, we're here Monday. Yeah, we'll see you guys all back Monday. Oh, Monday is the beginning of T3. Um, but we'll be, but T3 is over at five. We're, I'm still planning on doing the shows all next week. So T3, which is a week long seminar series, but it's right here in Providence. And we should be having the same schedule. Should we have in the same schedule? Okay. All right. Yeah. All right, everybody. Madly in love with you. Thanks for tuning in. Take care. Good night. Bye bye. <laughs>